Geister! <laughs> Just sounds like one. Kids Bob Rammstein. <laughs> It, yeah, it, it kind of is like Kids Bop Rammstein. Two. Mm, sorry, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I'm sure I don't have to edit this one. I'm not sure. <laughs> I believe you do, actually. Because <laughs> I'm editing mine. And I didn't even week. find a cold open. God. There's nothing in there because I am not going to put in a cold open about baseball. No, no you shouldn't. No. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Cool runnings. Anyway, uh, hey, welcome back to Faking Movies, everybody. Um, this is Lee, and we're coming at you hot, hot, hot with episode 201. More like 201. Oh, right. We talked about we have to start a new... What was our new podcast that we're doing for the 201? Oh, yeah. I forgot. A friend of the show, Kev, is here for uh, the first episode of... Uh, I think we decided season five yeah. because we... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Season five, we, we season, season three famously was the Sandler verse, where we did fifty episodes that were ostensibly about Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I thought what yeah. we decided at the end of the last episode is we started a season four and then immediately ended it within the episode. And oh, that's right. Yeah, the idea was so bad that we don't even remember it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It was right. only a week ago. All right, so we're back to the normal format. Is that what I'm hearing? I guess so. All right. I got no yeah. other ideas. Fair enough. Uh, really quick. Uh, is Kevin... I can't hear Kevin. No, I wasn't talking. I was... <laughs> I'm just unaware of what the he's, fuck you guys are talking about. Yeah. He's, you know, being, it, a, he's being a producer and trying to speed up the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Remember, Kevin, Seth is editing this one. Make it as difficult for him as possible. Yeah. Fuck um, you. you. Let me just um, get out my tappy taps. Oh, I, I have, for the most part, stopped my tappy taps. So. Oh, have you? The episode I recently edited would beg to do. Yeah, it depends. Maybe it the depends. ones that I edit. I. It's fun. It's my favorite part about your tappy taps is you have stopped doing it when you're not talking. Uh, yes, only when you are talking. When you which makes it impossible it to edit them <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, That's true. That's... You like to punctuate your shit with yeah. like pounding. I am an extremely something. gestural individual. No I, shit. Yeah, I, I didn't I read your dissertation, but know of it. I'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah, it's there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Quickly, before I forget, because no matter what season we're on, you got to remember to check out at Faking Movies on Twitter, because Marielle works Hell very yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard. <laughs> um, but we've got a friend of the show, Kev, here to kick off this new season. And Kev, before you get moving here, moving. Moving. Um, I am going to just let you guys know, uh, I ate Chinese food for dinner, so you've got about 10 minutes before I'm passed out, so we, we, get, we gotta <laughs> oh, get moving, fuck. moving. Okay. Gotta get moving, wow, moving. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, Kev, what do we, what we give you? What you got? All right. Well, <laughs> a lot of people forgot that I am the headmaster of the street team. That's true. That's true. We mentioned it in the last episode, Kev. Yeah. For real. yeah. All right. Oftentimes. Fine. 
Yeah. All right, we'll toss it behind my head like you're, you know, taking a shot and, you know, you, you toss it. He gave me the boys from Brazil. The boys mm-hmm. are back mm-hmm. from Brazil. All right, and Zach gave me the following people. Gregory Peck. Mm-hmm. Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier. Yep. Hamlet. Steve Gutenberg. Police Academy. What was that, what was that uh, ghost movie he was in? Oh, oh, uh, high spirits. High spirits. Is it, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it takes two with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Uh, so this is our, is this our third goot? I think it might At be. At least. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then um, Zach gave me Anne Mira, and he put in parentheses uh, Ben Stiller's mom, and I've replaced her immediately with Jerry Stiller. Uh, <laughs> that's, all right. that's, okay cool that's cool, so cool. rude she's so funny, <laughs> she is very funny. doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> these are the boys from brazil uh, yeah. oh <laughs> and then oh, finally yeah, no. we have uh rosemary harris who zach also told me was um peter parker's mom from like the original uh that she's Spider-Man May in the toby Maguire. and i replaced yeah. her too with marissa tomei <laughs> Oh, I thought okay. I right. thought this was I the boys was from the boys. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. We need a young little baby. We need Marissa a baby. Tomei is so dope. She gets to be one of the boys from exactly. The boys. They're all the boys. You all know right, your so. your cast has uh, your version of the cast has three Oscar winners in it, mm-hmm. and the real movie only has two. Yeah. So. Oh, hey. oh shit! Wait, did Marissa Tomei win an Oscar? She sure did. Oh, yeah, famously, famously. Oh, for Vinny, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a, a whole a lot of fuckery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, people say that she's really good in that movie. She explains how fucking pause attraction works. It's the best. Yeah. I've never actually <laughs> seen uh, my cousin Vinny, so it's pretty oh, good. I mean, I know what it's, it's surprisingly about, so I good. can't fake it. But you know, yeah. No, yeah. it sounds like it's gonna suck, but it's really. It does enjoyable. sound like it's gonna suck. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I, you know who else is really good in that movie? Joe Pesci, Fred Gwynn. Oh. Joe Pesci's fine. Fred Gwynn. Is he the judge? He's the judge. Yeah, okay. Oh. Oh, and the fucking, uh, what's his name? The guy who played the editor of the Daily Planet in The Adventures of Lois and Clark is the prosecutor, and he is really good in it, too. Lane Smith. That's his name. Wow. Points for Lee. Speaking of Lane Smith. The character's um, name is Perry. (laughs) Perry White, thank you. Initially, when I was giving um, the title of The Boys from Brazil, I was talking to Zach about this, and I thought mm-hmm. initially, um, white boys, Brazil, Nazis. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I talked to him about this, and then... It's a pretty natural progression. Yeah, that's yeah. the progression. Yeah. I thought about it, and then I thought about America as a whole, and I was like, you know what? Let's put that off to the side and have some fun, boys. Let's have some yeah. fun. Let's have I really some fun. appreciate this. Mm-hmm. And then we don't, we don't need up, Nazis. Yeah. And then I looked up where the hell else is Brazil in America, <gasps> and I found out there's a town in Kentucky called Brazil, Kentucky. There sure and is. Interesting. My okay. question to you boys is, what is Kentucky known for? Whiskey. Bourbon. Well, for being somewhere that I used to love, I used to live. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lee lived there briefly. A place where Bourbon. I saw Star Trek Into Darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe not so personal, but like oh, maybe yeah. like on a broader scale. Oh, is, horses, it, is it the Derby? Uh, is it the Derby? Oh, barbecue. Bluegrass. A place, a place derby, spelled Louisville. Bluegrass. A place spelled uh, Louisville, but pronounced Louisville. 
Well, Zach nailed it when mm-hmm. he said the derby because we're going horses okay. on this movie, baby. Woo. We're going horses. This is uh, real Frankie hats. Muniz with racing stripes, isn't it? <laughs> wow. Goddamn. Right. You're a regular agent Cody Banks solving that, <laughs> that mystery right there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Woof. Uh, so we're going to start our Malcolm in the middle. Go ahead, Kev. Uh-huh. In Brazil. <laughs> in, in Brazil, Kentucky. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. We're starting in Brazil, Kentucky. And it's, a, of course, the tiniest town you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh, yeah. And uh, Gregory Peck is the owner of a horse ranch. Sure. Yep. Sounds about right for anywhere small... in rural Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Or, let me tell you, or metropolitan Kentucky, true. based on the city I lived <laughs> That's in. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So it used to be a, you know, used to be a good one. Had some nuts to it, but uh, <laughs> what? Over time, not a, a lot of horses, not factory. a lot of success. It's been sure. falling into into disrepair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they don't have any world class uh, horses anymore. It's been years. Yeah, it's because they don't have any Starting... nuts left. That's <laughs> true. That is an important part, I think. Yeah. You know what the problem is? They kept raising geldings, and then they were like, "Oh, we figured." We should it out. stop chopping the nuts off of these horses. Yeah, we're I not know. making any money. They were running that 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 uh, on that Smarty Jones wave back in 2003. Uh, we all fell in love with that horse, and then they sure. forgot. Can't stud them out. Yep. The yep. problem is he can't re- he can't raise Marissa Tomei the right way uh-huh. because oh. she's so young and. This ranch is so poor, how could they ever make up the difference to where she can get an actual education? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll let you we, know one yeah, thing. Real... She ain't going to find it in Kentucky, because that's where the creation <laughs> museum <laughs> is. And that, not a great situation there, I was going to say. We shipped her off to boarding school in Connecticut. <laughs> However, there's a man on this campus, one who has been there for years, and he is Lawrence Olivier, and he is a horse whisperer, and he has spotted two horses. And I tell you what, one of them has all of the nuts you can ever imagine. And one of them is such a piece of shit. I hope to God okay. this horse is Steve Gutenberg in a costume. Oh my front, God. Front, front half Steve Gutenberg in a costume is the shitty horse. <laughs> Wait, it falls apart at some point, and Steve Gutenberg pops out of the back, and then also out of the front. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wait a minute, Kev, really quick. You keep saying, this horse got nuts. These horses don't have nuts anymore. I need to ask you really, because I don't know anything about horses. Do you know anything about horses? Is this like, are you using horse terms here, or are you just... Is that I know horse? enough to write this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen, I, I've I seen think the War way horse. you make money, you the way you make money with horses is uh, the existence of nuts and also like it just being fast, and then you milk those nuts dry for as long as that horse can possibly stay alive. I think, and yeah. then you only bury its head and its heart, and that's you know that's all. Sure, yeah. Well, yeah. 
You boys ready to see the rest of this movie? Sure. I hope there's a communist revolution and the horse has to be sent to a glue factory. It's it's nuts the entire way down. Nuts. Okay. So Lawrence Olivier is like the the breeder. Is this movie about the invention of truck nuts? (laughs) Kev's face right now. (laughs) Is it? You you have upset the apple cart. I'm the just horses gonna keep are going. happy. Uh, yeah, you should, upset you the road apple cart, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's a horse joke. Powerful. All right, so on the on the farm, there are two horses that look god good. Goddamn, they look identical. Oh. You couldn't tell one from the other. They both look like okay. Steve Gutenberg and horse makeup. They look like Steve Gutenberg as if he was. A centaur, but it's just an actual horse. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wait, are these the two horses you mentioned earlier where one of them's got all the nuts and the other one's a son of a bitch? Yeah, it's going to be a twins thing. No, I didn't, I, didn't even, I didn't even get into that. What? These are different horses? You There's two horses. horses now? <laughs> okay, so one, one horse... <laughs> This is going to uh-huh. be amazing. One horse has <laughs> the athleticism to actually race, and one is just, like, doling around in the field, rolling around like an asshole, mm-hmm. eating That's dandelions. That's the Gutenberg. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. a, like, a, like a little, little, little dunce, okay? Mm, having some dandelion wine there. It's real uh, illustrative, man. Um. And, um, Christ almighty. I have to now look who I'm talking about, because you've every everyone has guessed who I'm talking about. Right, so Gregory Peck is all yeah, shit, whatever. Act two consists of uh, what? Fist of the North Star? What? <laughs> We're skipping around. We're skipping Don't. half of Act One. It sounds oh, like. Oh no! No, you guys have got me like shook. Right now. <laughs> That's how this normally goes. Yeah, totally it's unbelievable how quickly you. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're such awful friends. I'm so sorry. It's a, this this is the dynamic of our entire group. Hold on a second. Oh I my know. God. Oh good oh God Almighty! All right, I I didn't even name the other. Okay, all right. So there are. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How do I say this? I'm yeah. getting there. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect, perfect. Yeah. All right, so these two gorgeous horses, one just looks like he has the utmost athleticism, and then and then there's one that's just rolling around in the field eating daisies, and um, Lawrence Olivier says, "Let's go with that one." Oh, the shitty one. <laughs> oh, the the dark horse, as it were. Yeah. No, the good one. They oh, do, they, okay. okay. No, the other one looks like a flopping dog. You know, like a. Mm-hmm. A golden retriever just rolling around in, yeah. in, in um, the grass and just... Being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Right, so act two consists of jockey Steve Gutenberg. Oh. Okay. We're bringing he's him a, in. He's a small boy. He's a small boy. That makes and sense. And Laurence Olivier are trying to train this horse into being something that is better than what he currently is. Mm. And um, he's they race him, they race him, they race him, and he's not performing he's not doing the the business that he needs to and you know i think everyone has understood that uh he's an ornery pony and uh the chop needs to happen he's a little 
too too uh, wily. Okay. Too wily. Too yeah. wily. All right. Yeah. Yep. So um, Gregory <laughs> Gregory Peck and Lawrence Olivier are talking about this, and, and they discuss, and they they come to a decision where, like, you know what? Okay. And then they again with the new snips and the new the new training, they uh, kind of run them out again. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: he's been good this entire time. He just needed the snip to make him a little bit better. Oh, that he's aerodynamic now. Hmm. Well, without those nuts, the nuts is what made him crazy. But now he's focused. I can't believe okay. you castrated okay. Steve Gutenberg like that. he also needed it to be fair but i ask you guys the question what's better than a kentucky derby winning horse sending your daughter to a private school out of we're talking we're still talking horses oh a horse that wins the triple crown oh triple crown what's even better than that a megafauna horse from the paleozoic era (laughs) where it's like 12 foot tall or do you mean the mini horses, where they're only about a foot tall and they still have three fingers <laughs> instead of just one middle finger? Because did you know horse hooves are middle fingers? They yes, are, friend of the show yeah. Jeremy talks about it yeah, a lot. Yeah, everyone it's knows pretty that. fucked up looking. Kev, Kev, is it a horse that you can make a lot of money off of? Yeah, a stud so horse. It's 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 bisms. Yeah, yeah the spun horse. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, I get it. I know. Okay. Oh, I won't do the thing. I won't do the thing <laughs> good, I usually do. Good, but, good. I, but I figured it out. I figured it out. <laughs> there was so much figuring out everywhere throughout this. All right. So, <laughs> the horse that's winning, that's Janeiro, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Mm. Um, the one that's stumbling that's around. A high school with in, a guy named Janeiro. Is uh, Asai. So okay, so Gennaro had some like winning streak with him, but uh, fucking what's his face? Gregory Peck or Lawrence Olivier? No, Steve Jerry Gutenberg. Stiller. Steve Gutenberg, that piece of oh. shit, couldn't handle Gennaro. Um, no. so they agreed to give him the snip. So they do that, and after a few weeks on the mend. Gennaro's a changed horse. He's listening to his jockey's instructions. It's calmer, and he's progressing in his training. In fact, this is the best horse that Gregory Peck has ever seen with on this ranch, and he's ready to go. We're putting him in. we got to win some points and get into the Kentucky Derby. Got it. Um, and uh, after a while, they succeed. They put him in. They put him in. Because when it comes to the Kentucky Derby, you have to race the horse in X number of uh, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. Races. and um, I only know about steeplechases, and that's only from Anna Karenina. <laughs> so, that horse's name was Frufru. Poor Frufru. Yeah, she broke her back. <laughs> and after a period of time, God bless, this horse has had his... Oh, I forgot to... Okay. So this horse has had his nuts chopped off. There's a whole piece where they did a thing with Jerry Stiller where he belted on a, a, a thing with gigantic nuts. 
truck. So they put oh, truck nuts they on the horse. Yeah. They yeah. did. Oh, to as a as a as a to throw yes, people off. Yes, I forgot yeah, that whole part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a okay. big floppy horse it's okay. dildo. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the, whole that's the thing I figured out. That's the goddamn movie. Yeah. Nah, I think we get it. We get it. That's that's good. That's good. All right. So that's the thing I didn't want to spoil. Rewind. Giant nuts strapped on with a belt, not you know physically attached with thread needle. Um, he wins the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. And sure. uh, by a long shot, it's amazing. Fifteen furloughs. The biggest, Ooh, most fuck. voluptuous. <laughs> testicles you've ever seen and then i i forgot about the entire <laughs> there's a montage of like dirt being picked up and just horse just nuts nuts swinging nuts around, back yeah. and forth. they look like two avocados but not like those little avocados like those big ones that are the, like full of the, water that suck yeah the california avocados yeah those california avocados just <laughs> swinging down there we're not talking hoss here no, yeah, no, no, no sir no, no. yeah <laughs> and uh, after they win the Kentucky Derby, they have this um, this conversation, you know, with the media, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, we're going for the triple crown. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're gonna fucking win it. The first horse in Kentucky that's ever win the the triple crown." And mm-hmm. uh, immediately as they get back to camp, they're like, "We're pulling the fucking plug. We <laughs> we snipped the nuts off of this horse." We strapped him on. We're done with this. We gotta figure out a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the uh, and the media's like, oh no, there's not gonna be another triple horse. And then the the people are saying, well, we've got a winner here. Oh, okay. We got a winner <laughs> here. Yeah. And uh, what happens is Seth hasn't figured it out yet. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> I mean, I, I I yeah, it's clearly the double, but like. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So what happens is um, they send um, Gennaro mm-hmm. off and to just kind of run and to run and just do his thing. And yeah. we see a shot of um, Asai just rolling around, eating dandelions, unaware of what glorious life yeah. is about to. <laughs> Yep. exists within his world and then um at the end we're gonna end this movie and we have the boys of brazil and then there's one picture of greg and his entire team the boys of brazil like the whole the, the whole farm team then there's a, a second picture of the two horses with us <laughs> oh. and we have Janeiro, and then we put a third picture down, and the boys of Brazil are those two gigantic nuts right there <laughs> swinging down. Them swinging nuts. And then we fade to black. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, the was... song Big Balls plays <laughs> over credits. Yay. Oh, Brian Johnson, thank you. For I am your... so sorry, guys. I did not do that well. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a journey it was a journey Kevin. i am uh, so sorry don't I worry think, that's gonna edit that, the gist of the thing it, that's yeah. gonna edit down pretty good i yeah, think yeah. stop Steph, volunteering that, right? me for stuff what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy so, oh, i apologize no. so much i really do no, dude. It's a, <laughs> why are you apologizing? Good, good. <laughs> we were fucking with you pretty hard it's a big no. big ball sport 
Kev, you you started your thing out. Uh, do you want Seth to tell you about the IMDb summary? Yeah, do you want the yes, original? Sir. Okay, I would love it. So the IMDb one sentence summary for this 1978 film, The Boys from Brazil, is um, or maybe yeah, well, okay. A Nazi hunter in Paraguay <laughs> discovers a sinister and bizarre plot <laughs> to rekindle the Third Reich. So it really should be <laughs> the boys from Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's Nazis. It's a Nazi it's movie. Nazi yeah, student. that's that's <sighs> famously. I I sent you the title as you said, and three seconds later you're like, "Oh, it's a Nazi it movie." It has to and be I, a Nazi movie. I had to really <laughs> think about it, and I went. Oh yeah, you know. I guess I could see where you're coming from. There. A, you <laughs> did say those exact words. <laughs> yeah. But there is a there is a twist though. Like, there it's, is it is not just a straight Munich style yeah. Nazi hunter thing. Yeah, it, it's a wild. It goes sure. off yeah. the rails in a good yeah. way, actually, for the most part, except for that fucking child actor that I hate so much. Oh, we'll mm-hmm. get to him. Okay, he and will, that child he will actor have his judgment day all over this movie. Yeah, yeah so. I know. Lee, you got the longer one? Yeah. I guess I could do that. Uh, so Goose is, is a young Nazi hunter. He's American, and he's like, you know, he's down in South America scoping shit out. Lawrence Olivier is an old, like, established Nazi hunter in Europe. Um, and Gutenberg's trying to, like, yo, I found some, I found fucking Joseph Mengele. And then, you know, uh, Olivier's like, yeah, no, duh, he lives in, South America, obviously. Of course, there's Nazis in South America. We all That's knew That's where that. they live. Yeah. No, duh, dumbass. But Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah. And Gregory Peck plays Joseph Mengele in this, and he uh, Gutenberg stumbles on a this crazy plot that that Mengele has, um, and gets killed over it. Mm. And then the rest of the movie is kind of uh, just he only gets stabbed things. once and and dies. Like, well, yeah. what a loser. <laughs> You've been stabbed more yeah. and more deeply than that. Yeah. So, so like, it's <laughs> you fun. mentioned it, in fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a, um, while we were watching. What a poser. So the rest of the movie is kind of like parallel stories of Laurence Olivier doing detective work and like meeting up with his old contacts over Europe and different places, um, including uh, Denim Elliott uh, from uh, the Indiana Jones movies. He plays uh, Marcus Brody. He's in there. Mm-hmm. Um just wanted to mention yeah. him because he's fun. Also, the guy um, who <laughs> plays uh, uh, Alfred in all of those uh, Joel Schumacher Batman films. Mm-hmm. Michael Go. Michael Go. He's in it. Yeah. He gets he gets murdered. He gets murdered um, straight up. And and framed for a different murder while being murdered. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Fun. Um. Anyway, the other side of it is Mengele and his plot to um, reinstall the Third Reich by. Distributing 95 clones of Hitler, sorry, 94 (laughs) clones of Hitler over the whole world Mm -hmm. and uh, placing them in family situations that mirrored that of Hitler. He's doing a real both nature and nurture situation. He really is. Uh, And his whole plot is like the reason his plot gets found out is because he is, uh, it has reached the point in Hitler's life for these boys where his father dies. So he's sending agents all over the world to murder the dads of these Hitler clones. Uh, so so the, the moms are all of a certain age and all have a mm-hmm. certain profession. The dads are all of a certain age and are all diplomats, I think. Well, yeah, they're, they're all civil servants civil service. of some kind. Civil they're servants, like yeah. Postal workers or so, consular it, agents or whatever. Right. They all suck. But this is, this is like an evolutionary type uh, experiment where he's, he's recreating Hitler's exact life 
94 Except times. for the whole, you know, growing up in Germany before World War One and yeah. fighting in World War One and like yeah. yeah, and a lot of mental illness and whatnot. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. certainly, yeah. Uh, yeah, but so Hitler's Hitler's actual Hitler's father died when he was fourteen, I believe, and his father Something was like, that. like, and I think all of these dudes, all of these ninety-four dads, were all like a little overbearing and shitty. Like it was all orchestrated. Yes. It t- they were yeah, doing mm-hmm. this for like thirty years. This is, uh, regardless of the obvious flaws in this experiment, it's a surprisingly, like, well-orchestrated experiment. Yeah, and <laughs> like, they... This would be hard to pull off. <laughs> yeah, and, and... Well, one of the things that happens throughout the movie as it goes on is even the other Nazis in South America are like, this Mengele plan is fucking nuts. Bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. And people have already figured out what's going on. So uh, James Mason's also in this movie. He, like kills everybody on Mengele's compound and like shuts the whole thing down and like then Mengele the end I'm just gonna skip right to the end and we can talk more the end of the movie is Laurence Olivier figures out where Mengele is gonna go next and it happens to be Zach's old stomping grounds uh, Lancaster County Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and he arrives as right as Mengele has murdered the dad of one of these Hitler children Mm -hmm. and then there's a big tense standoff with a really long old man fight and there is so (laughs) much blood that old man fight looked like an like an actual (laughs) fight like if you've ever seen an actual fight where it is like yeah you're gouging and gouging and scratching and just real and it is not elegant it's Laurence Olivier and Gregory Peck just going at each other Biting each other's ears and fingers and just, oh man, it is one of the best depictions of an actual fight that I've ever seen. (laughs) Even though the blood looks like ketchup or duck sauce. It does. It looks bad, but it also happens to be uh, on the, in the home of a, like this Hitler clone, his family raised attack dogs. So then like the whole final sequence of the movie is these attack dogs ripping Mengele apart. Mm -hmm. Like, and the end of the movie is uh, Lawrence Olivier recovering in the hospital, and another one of Steve Gutenberg's like friends shows up, and who's a Nazi hunter uh, also, but like a really a Nazi hunter, a really like vicious Nazi hunter. Like he's very brutal mm-hmm. in his and, methods. Uh, the end of the movie is like this question about again, it's a nature versus nurture, where he has the list of all the Hitler clones that he took off of Mengele's body, and he won't give it to the Nazi hunter, because he's like, who are you to say that these children should die? And he burns the list, and it's the end of the movie. Yeah, except for yeah. the the final ending, which is the Hitler clone right. developing photos of murdered bodies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's it's it's like the right twist for that. Like It leaves yeah. that extra door open yeah, of like, yeah, is yeah. it nature or nurture? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. 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 I mean... So anyway, it's about Hitler clones. Yeah, it's about Hitler, Hitler clones. clones. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fucking boys from Brazil. Yeah, and wild. it's the same kid who plays the clone. Yeah. And Seth fucking hates him. But see, they no. Yeah, Seth, do you want to talk about this kid for a well, second? They f- <laughs> fucking he almost ruined this movie for me. This is actually yeah. a pretty yeah. good movie, but his delivery of every line is so stilted. It almost seems like he was dubbed over in every single scene, even though they had sent him, they sent this 14-year-old kid, 13-year-old kid, I think he, was he British originally or American? I don't, I don't know. The actor? I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, he, he never did his, anything else. His, um, his American accent sounded the most convincing. I would yeah, I'm guessing he was American, but they literally sent him to Germany and to the UK to train phonetically. 
and he's still oh i did not know and that. like he's showing up and like the the acting that he does is is just so he, like his british accent is oh sir why did you come to this house my mother is not in it's like so fucking shitty i, I was so he, pissed he, off he was born in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was yeah. doing like a transcontinental accent, which is, this is way too goddamn late for that shit. And yeah. beyond that, just everything he said was so stilted. The stuff in Kentucky where he was just like, whoa, dude, that's wild that you got shot. I guess I should call back the dogs that are attacking you. Wild. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like now. I want to see this role played by a young Keanu Reeves. Now that I hear you he, deliver those lines, I no, you're. I have the exact line. So Mangala at the end, or Gregory Peck uh, gives this impassioned impassioned speech to the oh, kid on second. like on his deathbed. Yeah, yes. Gregory Peck is Mangala. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I know. More, more on that later. Yeah, more. Oh, it's not a, not a favorable have, role for him. Yes, I have one. I know. I have some like really favorite facts about that that I hope we. Can yeah, yeah. Out. No, it's yeah, really good. Um, at, at the end, he gives at, like as he's dying, he gives this impassioned speech about. Your you know, destiny keeping the is race the alive. Third Reich and, yeah. Yeah. and the the fucking kid responds with literally, Oh man, you're weird. And then <laughs> yeah. and then he gets the dogs to attack him and, and rip out his throat. Rip out his throat. And then his final line, I think the final line oh no, there's all that follow up, but the kid's final line of the movie was You freaked out, maniac. <laughs> it delivered it. exactly like that. Yeah. It was the 70s. It was the freaky, freaky 70s. Sure, but like, like, they had child actors in the 70s. Who so the fuck were these child was actors, kid? too? <laughs> yeah. This kid was a nightmare. Yeah. Tatum O'Neill won an Oscar in the 70s, was, and she sure. was a kid. I was going to say, Tatum O'Neill throw a fastball for a... <laughs> well, she didn't win the Oscar for that, but she should have. Touche, yeah. <laughs> touche. Um, yeah, yeah this, this kid was trash. Uh, he was a nightmare. I was, and he featured we, very heavily. Yeah. So do we want to talk about Gregory Peck? Yeah, since, go ahead and do uh, it. Kevin yeah. is now yeah, shooken sure, sure. by this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kev, Gregory Peck, to play this role, uh, wore a bunch of white pancake makeup to look more like more Aryan or dead something and, yeah and freaky yeah and also he you know he had a big widow's peak hair mm-hmm. he had them shave the widow's peak <laughs> horizontal with the rest he, of his he hair basically line. shaved like, his goatee but like eight inches too high <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got rid of the soul patch of his forehead yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about that yeah, role. I, like, what uh, else? Yeah. The the trivia that I read about this, um, he was upset by the negative reactions that he got to this performance. Um, unclear whether that was because he was a one of the most infamous war criminals of all time, or whether it was just not a very good performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but he I apparently. Think there was, oh God. I was, I think there's just there's a lot of like cognitive dissonance for people of like it's, right wait gregory peck is playing joseph yeah. Mangala, who at the time was still maybe alive and people he was alive mm-hmm. people just weren't sure yeah sure like, sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah i so he he mentioned that he like wanted to play a villain to like act out of his zone or whatever mm-hmm. i guess people didn't take it very well but um apparently he said later quote uh, i felt 
Laurence Olivier felt, friends of mine like Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon felt, that I was good in this part. Some critics are unwilling to accept actors when they break what they think is the mold or the image. Which seems a little... Yeah. (laughs) So, but the thing is that Gregory Peck uh, originally wanted to have the Nazi hunter role. Um, And then Laurence Olivier signed on and Gregory Peck... Well, okay, so Laurence Olivier signed on because at this time in near the end of Laurence Olivier's life, he was taking any job. Yeah, that's why... So the movie, a couple years earlier, he's in Marathon Man Mm -hmm. and plays a character based on Mangala. And he only took that job because he was going through cancer treatment and he needed money to leave to his family. Yes. But he ended up pulling through and he was in remission. But for the rest of his life, he still was was, hard up for cash. I was going to say, they they said he was in very poor health filming. He had just had a serious kidney operation. Yeah, Yeah. 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 he was was taking any goddamn role at all. And um, he he was up for either be he first Lawrence Olivier I believe was up for being either Mengele or the Nazi hunter and he was like I want to be the Nazi hunter and then Gregory Peck was up for being either the Nazi hunter or Mengele and he decided to take the Mengele role because he wanted to work with Lawrence Olivier right who wouldn't want to work with Lawrence Olivier that's everybody in this movie the only reason why they did it was so they could work with Lawrence Olivier. Um, it was, it was really quite nuts, uh, much like your horse movie. Yeah, just, just (laughs) missing the two most important things. (laughs) Two nuts. I mean, there is a lot of artificial insemination here, so. Mm, That's true. 94 times. Yeah, but you know, Um, the thing about the. Before we forget, uh, Olivier did get an Oscar nomination for this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which Peck apparently was also a little salty about. I was going to say, okay, so speaking of Peck's actual thing, I. So he plays Mengele, famously German. He could not fucking stand an accent lane no. to save his life in this no, movie. No, he couldn't. He was I swear to God, he was doing British for a genuine majority of this mm-hmm. whole thing. And then every once in a while, he would remember that he was German and do like a, oh! <laughs> like, yeah. It was the stupidest. Yeah, um, yeah it's... It, but the the thing... One of the things I really did like about this was the... Um, uh, the science of it was pretty good, actually. They, it was. There was there was this part in the middle where where yeah. there's like a, a an eight minute sequence. Yeah, yeah. So I, La- I called I I called this the magic school bus part of the show. Yeah. So Lawrence Olivier <laughs> yeah. is just starting to figure it out, and he just happens upon like a cloning researcher or whatever. And then for eight minutes, this dude explains the science of cloning, and this sort of cloning yeah. had not occurred at this point yet. Right. This. This. We all we all grew up with Dolly. We right. got Dolly, it, but like well, right. they this didn't is the exact the time. kind of cloning. <laughs> that they used to clone Dolly. Right, but that but, was Dolly but like was, 20 years Dolly later. was yeah. cloned in 1997. Mm-hmm. Right. The first yeah. the first clone using a different method was in 1951. And then oh. there was a lot of other things, but it, the, the method that they were talking about where you basically have a, an egg and you scrape out all of the the genetic material of it and just mm-hmm. inject an adult embryo more or less into that, which is yeah. what they did with Dolly had it wouldn't occur for another 30 years yeah no it's, and they it's, were talking it's about incredibly... the science and they did such a good job i was like holy shit yeah they didn't need to put that in this movie but i too appreciated that so much yeah i was, was so, so happy it was yeah. awesome 
I, I think this also happens in different decades. Like I wrote down, this is like time travel in the nineties where they had to explain how like quantum physics works mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, uploading consciousness in the two thousands where they're like, someday we'll be able to do this thing. Oh, I can't like, wait till I can f- yeah, be yeah. freed from this flesh oh. prison. These, these right. next eight years are going to be rough before we can do yeah. that. I know. I know. But yeah, like movies do occasionally a very surprisingly good job at like explaining pop science mm-hmm. uh, in like a digestible kind of fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm going to miss the most when I'm free of my flesh prison? What's that? The diarrhea? These big swinging nuts. Oh! oh. Kev's back. <laughs> Voluptuous. <laughs> the biggest so I've been ever told. <laughs> on that final frame as we end our film. The that. boys of Brazil. Those two can we, boys. Can we, we switch to, you know how like in, in Butch Cassidy, uh, in, in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. they switch to that sepia tone montage mm-hmm. and it goes to like, yeah, the, there's a musical montage. The opening is also in that color. Oh. True, uh, but like the the middle especially is the whole middle of the movie is told with still images in this sepia tone. Can we have that effect on the end of your movie, Kev? Where it just... I was thinking that yes, yeah, yeah. The, the we get the still image sepia tone mm-hmm. with like a, a a nice orchestra, not orchestra, but an instrumental that really captures the tone of the movie. Just mm. just the boys hugging each other in the one mm-hmm. shot, and then the horses together frolicking. And they're playing uh, a violin battle hymn of the Republic, <laughs> like it's like it's a goddamn well, Ken Burns documentary. It's Kentucky. <laughs> Focusing on that nut. You got to do that slow Ken Burns fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that one. Oh, in the middle of the episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. um what else about the real movie do we want to talk about that it's surprisingly good it is weirdly there's a couple Um, of very confusing bits like there's just this fucking bear claw thing that i don't understand uh, oh right the panther (laughs) yeah panther claws yeah (laughs) like fucking mangla is wandering through an old defunct birthing room and just finds a bracelet that's covered in panther claws, and then it's never explained. And then it ends up with um, the the at the end of the movie, like the the kid has it or something. I I I think that was. I mean, it was meant to be a totem of some variety. Where I, I it feels like they cut scenes out that made that more explicit. Maybe like yeah, I don't know. maybe. Yeah, like it was supposed to be more important, and it wasn't at all, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, um, it was really quite baffling, and I was... But you're right, like, the last scene of the movie focuses in on that, and it was just like, I don't... Did we did we care about that? They really should have focused on the stupid child actor's stupid, like, fucking contact lenses that he's wearing for this whole stupid movie. <laughs> oh, the contact... The misaligned contact lenses are just yeah. oh, so yeah. upsetting. Yeah, it was 1978. This... They, they were glass. They barely existed. Yeah, uh, yeah, so Kev, like a lot of the... There's a lot of characters in this movie in contact lenses. One, because the child actor didn't have blue eyes and they decided... Why didn't we... you they know, hire you know, another they child actor? Cast anybody! <laughs> so much easier to put a wig on someone. Anyway, uh, and then... Also, at Mengele's compound, there's all of his uh, uh, basically indentured servants are clearly people that he has done medical experiments on. And the shorthand for it is they have 
now blue eyes and they are yeah, yeah it's, it's, just, it's, it's actually pretty upsetting yeah um, it's all yeah. it's all upsetting but who is goots who is goots in this I told you at the start he's, he's the Nazi the... hunter who who finds Mangala and then gets murdered. Oh, okay. He he only lives like twenty minutes. Yeah. I, I will say so. He's a young Goots. I he has an uncanny likeness to current day Lil Dicky. Oh yeah, like, they with, looks very with similar. the Jufro, yeah. and he always has his mouth like half open, just oh. like uh, he looks like an idiot all the time. Yeah. Goots yeah. just he's too upbeat. In this movie, like even yeah, he didn't like his fit. Kid. He didn't fit yeah. the yeah. Yeah, I'm this is a him. real early role for him though. Mm, oh, I'm this sure. This is before yeah. Police yeah. Academy by far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's we know that because it came out in the year 1978 and not you know like three APA after Police Academy uh, where we start sure. the new calendar. Yeah, the Goots ca- Gregorian calendar. <laughs> The, the, the Goots Gorian the calendar. calendar, yeah. I'm still yeah. using the... Jeez, I can't think of a Julian joke. Uh, never mind. Uh, let's, 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 try, let's think of who else was in that movie. Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, oh, um, yeah. oh, shit. Uh, what's his uh, sound effects? That guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy too? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What's his goddamn name? Well, they were all in Police Academy. They were not in The Boys from Brazil. Oh, no, no, clear. no. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob there were zero playing zero zero people of color. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait, man, wait. I think there's some Hitler clones hanging around <laughs> yeah, in this I, town. I can imagine God. Bobcat Goldway playing a Nazi. <laughs> Being so austere. You know what must be... <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait is a director now. It must be really yeah. disorienting to receive direction from him. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, like, good over there. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, uh, the Nazi stuff I, was very disorienting, or like very. I, I mean, you know, because we have actual Nazis back again, which is a whole fucked up it thing. Is. It makes it a lot tougher. That was to the watch. weird part, is because this was the seventies, so Nazis were. For sure, gone. Like there was no Nazi. I was surprised that the number but, yeah. of German, like German citizens, that yeah. were in this, that were still doing yep. like a a Nazi film where they were playing Nazis that wasn't like. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Th- a couple of those character actors, that was their career in Hollywood. Yeah, like through oh. the seventies and eighties, that's what they did. Yeah, like okay. one of the one of the assassins that's going around killing clone dads. Uh, is one of the top uh, Nazis from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, Arc, his face, like two years his face later. gets oh, melted so. a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to say, one of those guys, I think my favorite line of the entire movie, uh, it's the guy that uh, he's like the, I forget what his position is, but it, he tells Mangala, your operation has been canceled. And Mangala... That's James Mason's character. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Mangala takes a beat and he goes, no, your operation's been canceled, <laughs> which is the most like toddler bullshit I've ever heard. He's just being a wild baby. Think, I think it. Gregory Peck's while it's over the top and super aggro, I thought it was a good, good performance. I agree. I, mean, I yeah, yeah, having no allegiance to Gregory Peck because yeah. I'm not a thousand. Uh, yeah, I think he did yeah, a great a- job. Aggro Gregory Peck's a good actor. Come on, no, he's Have great. You ever seen the Gunfighter, Zach? Oh, it's so good. No, I'm just saying, like again, his quote about like people disliking him doing a villain role like doesn't resonate with me at all. Like I, I thought he was great in this. He, he did a great um, job. He, 
so I, I do want to, like, I have two quick points I want to make about the actual movie, but Gregory Peck plays Ahab in the Moby Dick from the 50s. Mm-hmm. And oh. when I, even to this day, as every time I reread Moby Dick, Ahab's lines in the final couple chapters, I hear Gregory Peck mm-hmm. shouting mm. those lines. I stab mm-hmm. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. From hell's heart, I stab it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Um, but the, the things I wanted to mention, one, I really appreciate how upsetting the violence is in the entire movie. Like, yes. It's yes. very intense. It's very realistic, and it's very over the top. But like in Tarantino, it's like, hey, look how cool this is. And in this movie, it's like, look how upsetting look this how, is. Look how shitty it would be to be fighting for your life as an old man against another old man. Look how shitty it would be to be mauled to death by a bunch of dogs. Yeah. Like, it's a very uninterrupted shot of Gregory Peck's throat getting ripped out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's well done. Which they actually did. Like they, they had the dog, he had like a a necktie around his neck that the dogs were ripping off on camera. Like it's, yeah. Um, But the other thing is there's a, there's a line when in the last scene, when Mengele is talking to, um, to Lawrence Olivier's Nazi hunter. And he's like, you know, last night I watched TV in my hotel. And you know what they were showing? They were showing films about the Third Reich. And everyone is going to see what we stood for now. And it's like uh, kind of almost like a commentary on, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but the way I was reading it today was kind of just a, a commentary on like maybe the history channel maybe the bbc world war ii documentaries Mm -hmm. like in presenting this view of what happened inspired people just from exposure yeah like yeah i've i've heard that argument as well yeah about like current times yeah Hmm. it's weird so like i don't know i think this movie it could be a like over-the-top sci-fi movie about nazis and like it ends up being pretty good social commentary yeah, yeah. i mean all, all all good science fiction is social commentary that's the whole point of it right you're talking about star trek 4 bud yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean the, that extremist uh environmentalist message uh, I, I don't know directed by leonard nimoy um, indeed uh i i guess i will uh echo a thing lee said uh, unless anybody else has, other no, I got nothing. I talked about the science. That's the okay. part I can't to finish about. this. I, at the end of the movie, I was straight up shook, and um, I so the the I guess third third of this movie takes place in the place I grew up in. Yeah, and um, I I told you boys. I'll read it directly. Uh, Lil Hitler is an emo art kid from the southern end of Lancaster, and so. I check all those boxes. Yeah. <laughs> what year was this made? Uh, 1978. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, they, they filmed this in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and yeah. I grew up in the southern bumfuck end, was kind of an emo kid, and I didn't do photography, but, like, you know, I was artsy and, Yeah, you didn't, like, you didn't have sad. some, you didn't have somebody uh, murdered in your kitchen and then force uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier, whose hand had been shot... To yeah. shake hands with you, that little Lawrence Olivier takes a lot of gunshot wounds in that. He does, and continues mm-hmm. to live. It's weird. Yeah, he he um, looks he looks wrecked though most of the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he. I mean, he plays the character as being very frail. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't think that was coincidental. I think he just was very, very frail. frail. He was. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, that was my entire life. I didn't realize that I could have been a weird clone. Yeah, I mean, I guess, this, you know, 10 years this, later. This movie's, like, visuals when they get to Lancaster County are very, uh, it's there's, what I picture in f- my mind's eye. There's mm-hmm. a fucking Amish buggy and a bunch of cornfields. It's like the obvious I'm talking shit. about the. <laughs> I'm talking about how gray and dingy yeah, everything is. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's a yeah, lot of fog. There's the fog, yeah. 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 As opposed to the Peter Weir Lancaster County, which is very dreamlike and, and uh, hazy mm-hmm. and like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> depends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Shall we do the rates? Yeah, let's do the rating. So the, oh, this is not that many votes. I'm surprised. Um, wait, is there like well, money or anything we want to talk about first? Uh, there was. It, it cost $12 million and it made $19 million at the box office and an additional $8 million in rentals, which is uh, a um, stat I've never seen quoted before. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's how it used to work, Zach. Eight, the $8 million is the actual money that the studio made. Oh, the rental money? Uh-huh. That's oh. how it used to work. Huh. It's, oh. it's the, the first number is what it grossed, and then the second number is what the studio received in return from the movie okay. theaters. Huh. I just was surprised. Like, I've always I've seen, like, seen that you know, either. They cl- the entirety of it. I've never seen it split up like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it okay. doesn't, yeah, they don't, they don't, that system isn't in place anymore, mm-hmm. but that's okay. the system that used to, yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. Cool. So it lost money, technically. Yeah, yeah it did not do well, yeah. surprisingly. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, with... Uh, 25,960 votes, which is not that many, I feel. Um, no. It has a yeah. 7.0. Sure, sure. So, let's get some rates. Who's going to go Please? first? Yeah, I'll go. Seven sounds good. Seven for the good OG. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Cool. Straight up. All right. It's a good movie. It's streaming in like eight different places right now, but there's it commercials is. on all of them. So, yeah. like, you know. oh god, damn it! Yeah, that, that's the thing we this, didn't talk about. This is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> These jarring, jarring Amazon ads are fucking. Yeah, we wild. we all watched like, this on Nazis, Nazis, <laughs> Nazis. Oh, an umbrella I can buy on Amazon. That's weird. <laughs> it was so aggressive. Uh, it was too much. Too much. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, seven. Okay, it's it's good. Uh-huh. It's a good movie. Yep. Seven. Okay. Kevin. Big old swinging nuts. Uh, sepia tone. Huh? Oh. I I just wanted to say, like, I wanted to make a movie that was um, Weekend at Bernie's, but with a horse. But I couldn't do mm. it. Oh. I just had to do truck nuts on a horse. <laughs> and you guys picked up picked up on it immediately. <laughs> it's uh it's like the next best thing. That makes sense. That Can makes I, sense. Yeah. Have any of you guys or any of you guys clone high speaking of clones, clone high watchers? Plastic it. bag, plastic bag. Fuck yeah, of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's an episode where there's a film festival and Abe Lincoln clone mm-hmm. makes a movie that is like inscrutable and everybody is just silent when it's over and he's just quietly weeping and he goes <laughs> that everyone was my heart I feel like that is what we got from you except except I see it and I appreciate it and 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 like if I offer just a little tweak a little tweak could we also have the Goots voicing the good racehorse? I know he's the jockey, but oh, also that. 
and have Jerry Stiller voicing the goofy racehorse, and they only talk to each other. I was going to say, you're imagining... I, I don't recall any racehorse dialogue in Kevin's movie. Yeah. But, uh, I'm asking for a little racehorse dialogue. I see. That's, okay. Yeah. And... Uh, with the racehorse dialogue, which is how uh, this is the producer's <laughs> cut, because I'm... I'm open for suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kev's the director, Kev's the writer, I'm the producer. So this is these are my studio notes, and with these studio notes in place, I'm going to give you an 8.5. Mm. Wow. Okay, okay. By the right. way, I, I... In what world wouldn't I love this, this movie? These are the gigantic, most voluptuous balls <laughs> you, you've you, ever you, seen. You, you Shrapped. had not failed to say this. <laughs> yeah, I think you said that. I think I think we covered that. Just part in case, case. <laughs> for yeah, the yeah, third no, time, no. I haven't. Yeah, they you're... are the biggest balls. Yeah. I was picturing very large balls. Now I think I'm picturing like really fucking large balls. It's yeah. okay. It's confusing to me that anybody Fair. could run with. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's why well, it ends the way it does. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's, it's kind of like a makeshift writing crop made of your own nuts. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was the problem. It wasn't that he was like untamable. It's that they were too big for him to like. They be were. They were so chafy, and when they took him off, he was just like, "I'm free." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because and if we have the horse dialogue, we can get that in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh yeah. Jesus we're back. Christ. Okay. All right. All right, I'm about to write. It's an horse dialogue. <laughs> Kevin. He's into it. I'm an idiot. You have to give me horse it, dialogue. It, it, it has to be explicit. You really got to Frankie. I'm not going to pick up on that horsey subtext, man. Yeah, you really got to Frankie Muniz this one. And, yeah. Right, also, so Jerry Stiller, one. after Jerry Stiller gets to be a stud, he's going to be like, oh, my horsey sauce. Oh. That's the Jerry Stiller you're going with? Yeah, all right. I can't. Come on. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not trying to do a, a really offensive impression. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, was, I was just waiting for it. To, yeah, to, Seth, you're a Jew. Do you want to do Jerry Stiller? <laughs> <laughs> or rate this movie, maybe? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to rate this movie. Okay. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a seven and seven also. Uh, just seven. Okay. Uh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It, it's got problems. It's enjoyable. Um, yeah. but mostly that child actor, like it loses, three, kid it, it loses so much because of that fucking child actor. I hate mm-hmm. him so mm-hmm. much. Oh, oh I, know. I know. I already don't like most child actors in this boy. Oh, he was awful. Fair. I feel like he must've been related to somebody or something. He must've been a Coppola or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. <laughs> um, right on. All right. So, uh, uh, as, as you said, Kev. Coconut this movie's got nuts, and um, nuts is better than nuts. I don't actually know what that thing is. Um, <laughs> regardless, y'all have Uts down in Lancaster County, Zach. I like. Uh, yeah, Uts exists sort of in Lancaster County, mostly like down by the Delaware border. But yeah, we you we know, weirdly it. Pennsylvania, that, especially that part of Pennsylvania, has way more potato chip factories than anywhere else in the world. We got uh, Snyder's pretzels. We got Uts. Uh, Snyder's a Hanover baby. Yeah, yeah. we got a lot of yeah, no, snacky bits. There's there's there, more yeah. potato chips produced in that yep. area than literally anywhere else in the world even no, california true. the breadbasket <laughs> of america well so every californian i've ever met has told me oh. um but well, we're looking for two big swinging voluptuous we really nuts. are yeah 
Yeah, my 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 studio note is just make sure there's like a floppy dong in there too. Uh huh. Um. Mm. It, yeah, and so it kind of interferes wind resistance wise, but like that's fine. Uh, yeah. this horse is so fast. He won by what'd you say, twelve furlongs or something? At least fourteen. At fourteen least. furlongs. Well, yeah. well, let's make he, it twelve secretary because of the air resistance from that floppy okay. dong. Yeah. And yeah. you 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 know what? You get an eight. Okay. All right. <laughs> Solid eighteen inches of dung. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. For me, OG movie. I agree. I I was not looking forward to watching this. It was. Uh, it started very slow. I had no fucking idea what it was doing for like at least forty minutes, and then um, once it became obvious, I was like, okay. And then at the end, it was great. Um, I'm gonna go seven as well. I think seven's across the board. Yep. Um, Kev, Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. never seen a human struggle through a plot (laughs) more than you did tonight. And, uh, man, you wanted it so bad. Your enthusiasm. I don't. I don't. Yeah. It's, you were like a make a wish kid on our (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. I Zach, you are saying some shit in this episode. (laughs) It was, uh, it was so enjoyable. Um, Love them big swinging nuts. Can we make them bigger? I don't know. We said California avocados, but like, there's got to be something bigger. Oh my I don't god, know. they're the biggest nuts you've ever seen in your entire life. We're all about hubris here, baby. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go nine seven, nine seven. <laughs> That's so much nuts. In honor of the year that Dolly was cloned. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. You put, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. Despite despite your, your your stud horse not having nuts, you really pulled <laughs> this one out. Huh. I, Kev, I think I think you were the dandelion eating one, and yes. now you're the yeah yeah. Zach, I think we're all the dandelion eating yeah, ones. Obviously. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I do um, like flowers. Famously. Uh, clovers. Mostly. I used to chew on dandelions. Motherfucker mu- 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 can find a four leaf clover anywhere. Yeah, it's true. Goddamn anywhere. I found, it's I found two yesterday. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's pattern recognizing motherfucker. I know, really, it is. It's probably actually some kind of mental thing that I have. In fact, I'm sure it is. Uh, but I yeah, know. I find, I I find them so. four leafs all the time. I'm very you lucky. Do. You do. I'm lucky to have met you three boys. Woo! Um. Aww. <laughs> So I turned of, it around on you. Speaking of swinging ass nuts, uh, next week Seth is going to do a movie that's pretty wild. Uh, it's called Techno Lust. Mm. One word, single word. Mm-hmm. Lee, you want to you want to hit a him single with that? word? Is it spelled with two Ks or is it spelled C H or what? Single K. Single K. Single, single K. K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Lee, hit him with hit him with that main actor. Stars a, a famous a famous member of the MCU that goes by the name of Tilda Swinton. Oh. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> huh. The world is your oyster. <laughs> huh. Tilda Swinton in a, in a movie called Technolust. Yep. I wonder if it's an experimental film. Who's to say? Oh, if it's not a <laughs> telephone, I'm gonna lose my shit. 
I'm certain it is. <laughs> Are there vampires? Probably. Probably. Yeah, that's her bread. Kev, what do you want to what do, What do you want to say before before uh, before we leave? Yeah, here? Kev. You. Uh... Oh, just watch every Monday or listen to every Monday and. Uh... No, watch it. Put it. Hold up your phone <laughs> to your face mm-hmm. and watch those seconds tick by. You watch yourself listening to the podcast. Yes. Ooh, I like <laughs> that's that. That is <laughs> That's what I, Kev, I never asked. Do oh, you, he's, do, he's doing it right now. No. <laughs> oh, nice. Kev, you, you've, I don't know if you want me to reveal this, but you, you shape young minds. Mm. You, uh, do you need people to, to donate money for books or anything? We could, I mean, oh, no one's going to do it because it's just well, us. Not currently but... and not with this group of people, but let's move it on until the next episode. <laughs> we'll see you next Monday. <laughs> you hear it here first, everybody. Kevin says, stop doxing me.